0: And welcome to the declassified cheat codes podcast your source for the newest news in gaming and other random bullshit and other random <laughs> us acting like idiots and fools for <laughs> entertainment purposes i am your host josiah
1: and i'm hill house
0: and uh, we will not be constantly talking as fast like we're on cocaine um but we will dive right into the news this week it has been a long time since we had an episode out two weeks Uh, yeah two weeks man it's gonna feel like two weeks on release time but really um this is the episode for the week after geek street um, which
1: was on the 12th so yeah it's been 12 days already bro that's crazy
0: uh geek street um was a big big recording and it took me a long time to edit it so it went up late and this week um just a lot of stuff got in the way, so we're just recording late. Yeah, um, We're going to try to do an early episode probably next week. Um, maybe short, but we'll try to get back on schedule. Um, if y'all ha- have a day that y'all listen to podcasts more than other days, just let us know what day of the week that you, you listen to us. Um, I know when I listen to podcasts, Mike, I usually... Have certain days that I listen to them, even when they're like four days old or something. I don't always re- listen to podcasts when they come out. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone has their own schedule, but
1: yeah, I don't listen to them at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a matter of fact, I, I hate ours the most. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love it. I love listening to our podcast. Actually, doing our podcast has got me listening to other people's. So it's kind of a new thing for me. I'm enjoying it.
0: That's really cool. I'm glad that I found out who our one listener is. Yep, and uh, it's, thank me. You, Mike. <laughs> it's me. It's um, me.
1: Usually after that first cup of morning coffee, you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, start things off. We usually talk about if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. Welcome. Um, when we start off the show, we usually talk about games that we've played in the last week and. It doesn't have to be particularly new games. Um, Sometimes we just keep playing games that we enjoy. Yeah. Uh, In my case, um, it is just games that I enjoy. Um, For example, Overwatch uh, started a Halloween event since our last episode, which does not mean this week. But (laughs) two weeks ago, they started their Halloween event. A lot of really cool cosmetics in it. Um, Not any new game modes, which is kind of disappointing. But I think nobody's really expecting that, especially with how much... They're talking about Overwatch 2 or the expansion, which is more likely. Um, there's no. really not much talk about uh, why is there not a new game mode. I think everyone knows that all oh, the Oh, so efforts, it's the same old
1: stuff. It's Frankenstein's Revenge or whatever.
0: Junkenstein's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's kind of familiar with the idea that probably all the resources are going into what is going to follow Overwatch... Yeah. And the few yeah. people that are still working on the current game are just working on maps every now and then Uh heroes, obviously patches and whatnot patches for balancing issues because they are always patching, balancing issues. Oh yeah. Constantly. So, yeah, um, not really anything new we are going to talk about blizzard and overwatch later in the show so i'm not going to do- dwell on that it's a really big subject for this episode we talked about blizzard a little bit um at geek street so if you caught that live <laughs> we did talk about it but <laughs> the audio was kind of unusable so uh, i was we're just to to re- get me banned
1: from their twitch account real quick by saying something but i'm just going to keep my mouth shut okay <laughs> Anyway, more <laughs> yeah, on that later. Yeah
0: this this episode is brought to you by the communist nation of China, <laughs> and <laughs> and we will not say anything that's controversial during this episode. Not at all. Um, the ne- the next thing that I played this uh, week was um, chapter two of Fortnite. Started. You may have heard about this, oh, which dude, is really yeah. hilarious. Um, to start off with, it's really hilarious. What actually happened is really cool. So like the new version of Fortnite, it's got a brand new map. Uh, textures look different. The yeah. trees look fantastic compared to how they The used game to actually looks
1: very beautiful. Like they put yeah, some serious really work into shadows. it. Yeah, there's really good shadows.
0: Really good shadows, really good lighting. The characters even look better. The character models look better. Yeah. Um, guns and weapons and all the icons that represent things your heads up display everything's changed um it's more it's more like it's just kind of easy to play if you've played before because it's easy to learn something it's like riding a new bicycle but you've ridden a bike before like it doesn't take too long to figure it out (laughs) but um it really is cool and it's it's one of those things where it's like there's no way you're ever going to remember the old version because this one is like so much more beautiful than the original, and it's something that I haven't really heard anyone talk about. I think is how is much a,
1: better the game looks. Exactly. Actually, that's something that we've been—I've been talking about with a couple of friends who who uh, weren't really into it, but they've re-downloaded it. Also, it's converted a couple of of people to come back to the game, and I think that they did a smart move by uh, they did small upgrades to textures and things like that during the the season the year uh, part 1 whatever you want to call it. And yeah. I think they they did a really smart move by upgrading the graphics in this part 2. So that just means to me that they're going to do some little touch-ups here and there, they'll probably put in a new map or something down the road, you know, that they've normally been doing. But eventually there will be another event and there'll be a yeah. part 3. It and to me the way they're doing it is just awesome. And it's actually drawn me back into it, too. And I'm not a big uh, Fortnite fan, but I want to play the game.
0: Yeah, it's really cool what they've done. Um, there's now boats, which is hilarious. Um, there's fishing in it, which is also kind of ridiculous. Uh, but it just it gives it more of a... It just feels like a different game. It's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like Fortnite sometimes when you drop in. The other reason it doesn't feel like Fortnite is there are now bots in the game. I'm not sure if you heard about this, but when you drop in a lot of the other players, when it says 99 left surviving, 98, 48, you know, eventually, a lot of them are bots and they're shooting at each other. And it's really obvious when you see a bot, a bot will do really ridiculous things. If you shoot at a bot, they'll immediately put a wall up and that's about it. (laughs) And um, so it's really obvious when you see a bot, you can kind of test them to see if it's a real person. Yeah, kind of. Um, (laughs) So you can kind of test them to see if they're a bot. And um, basically I saw some memes about it where the new thing in chapter two of Fortnite is people screaming at each other that it's not a bot (laughs) because you run by so many bots. I won my first (laughs) game of the season and I don't think I saw a a human, I think I just killed a bunch of bots and I won a game. And I was like, well, that's cool, I guess. But I mean, they were all really easy kills. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, um, having bots is kind of cool because it isn't as quick of games. And if they are trying to get people to have a different fresh feeling of the game, um, the bots make the games last a lot longer. And I'm sure a lot of people uh, don't like that aspect because they probably actually want the faster gameplay. A lot of people that I know that enjoy Apex enjoy the speed of jumping into a really potent (laughs) player area where the game kind of is like decided there, depending on what weapons you get, you know? Yeah. Um, at the same time, um, Fortnite is just a different animal and this is kind of a fresh take on it. It kind of, I'm not sure if it's going to last in how it feels because right now having bots in it makes the games last longer um it makes them you enjoy the scenery and the surroundings and the map and different things you can do and exploring and figuring out ways to get around mountains while also searching for weapons all this stuff is magnified with the ability to have a longer game however over time once you know the map and it's not as gorgeous shockingly as it was because you're used to it. I'm not sure if that effect is going to last. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like eventually once you're used to what chapter two Fortnite looks like, I'm not sure if making the games last longer is actually going to be that good of a thing. So Yeah, the, it may not be, yeah. Uh... The bot aspect may be removed after this season. Um and then chapter two, season two, which is what it's going to be called, because this is chapter two, season one. Uh, Chapter 2 Season 2 may not have any bots, and I think that would be appropriate. Because I think it makes sense right now because they're trying to do these things where they're showing you exploring new areas, like there's undiscovered regions, which is kind of weird for Fortnite, considering you're so used to jumping down and everything's discovered, regardless of if you could have ever been there or not. You know? Oh, wow. But it's just a whole different take on it. It's taking a lot of influence from other games, but above all the remaster of the look of the game is really important when it is Epic's flagship game that's supposed to be showing off the Unreal Engine, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, really, it needs to really show off what it can do, and it looks really good. And I was impressed by a lot of what I've played in the little time I've played of Chapter 2. I have not played very much, but what I have played, I'm really impressed by how different and refreshing it is. It's really cool. Right on. But that's really all I played this week. I didn't really play anything else. I really haven't had much time. Um, it, yeah, the only thing I played was uh, the Halloween mode in Apex,
1: which is, yeah. a, it's called, there. the event is called uh, Fight or Fright, and it takes place, uh, the mode is called Shadowfall, but it takes place over back in uh, King's Canyon. Uh, they bring it back, but it's there's no lights. Uh, lights are off, and uh, basically you go in as a legend, And you, once you get down to, uh, uh, 10 players, cause you get killed by what's called shadows. So when you die, you become a shadow and, uh, you get put on a shadow squad. So you can see where to land because the rest of your squads there, there's these little skulls that light up these little orange skulls, and it's kind of cool. Yeah. And you have, uh, you, um, you have no weapons. You have a melee attack. It's like you claw them to death kind of like a zombie, but you're more of a shadow, a little bit faster movement, um, more higher jumps. Um, climbing is a lot easier. And uh, basically, once there's 10, 10 uh, living legends that are left, um, mm-hmm. they get put into teams. And uh, they're combined, basically, because uh, they're in teams at first, just like a normal game. But then you're combined, yeah. and you got it's left for dead. Basically, you have to get to the evac ship while trying to stay alive. Usually at that point, though, once there's only 10, what I've noticed is most of the shadows, because I tend to be a shadow 99% of the time. Um, <laughs> Professional shadow. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we uh, we all ended up at the evac <laughs> ship, and you're just kind of running around on the bottom of it, just swinging
0: just dicking around (laughs) yeah just
1: swinging you know um there was one point where a couple of them won on us and i thought that was kind of neat so it gave me hope for the fact that you can get the dub but uh yeah man it's kind of a cool mode it's a little spooky a little bit different and uh you hear a lot of stuff going on around you but yeah you can kill the shadows uh with your weapons if you're a legend you can kill other legends and uh screw them over and turn them into shadows Um, Once you do that, I recommend getting the hell out of where you were because that person is going to come back and look for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, lesson learned. But they have really cool skins now. Um, There's uh, a couple legendary weapon skins. Uh, You can get uh, the – there's 24 limited premium cosmetic items that you can get either through – you can purchase them, of course, uh, or you can craft them or you can get them out of uh, Apex Packs. So, uh, that's one of the cool things that you can get. And then there's an, uh, uh, an heirloom set that if you unlock all 24, then you get that. And, uh, there's double XP and top five wins during the weekend. So yeah, man, it's kind cool. of a cool thing. Uh, if you haven't uh, played it, I recommend you do. I had a lot of fun doing it. i um, actually having a lot more fun with the shooter games. So yeah, but I'm going to be playing some modern warfare tonight. So I'll probably be talking about that one next week. That's awesome. Um,
0: so we'll go on to the news, I guess. Let's do the news. news, pitch. news, pitch. news, pitch. news pitch. Oh yeah, time for the news, bitch. News pitch. News pitch. News pitch. First off the news, um, this was really old news by now, but Halo Infinite has been confirmed for holiday 2020 on whatever the Xbox Project Scarlet is called. (laughs) And this is one of those things where it's like, okay, well, they're obviously just pushing it back to whenever that comes out so that it can be a launch title. Um, Because we've been hearing about Halo Infinite for a long time. So I assume the game could come out a lot quicker than that. Because I honestly I was expecting it early next year, but since it's holiday twenty twenty, they're obviously just holding it back as a launch title. <laughs> yeah. But um that's not really surprising news. Like that's like basically saying that the PlayStation 5 is going to be called the PlayStation 5.
1: Yeah. But, it could be something completely different.
0: <laughs> right. You
1: know, to me it looks so, like the PlayStation Cylon. Just saying.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um yeah, so Halo Infinite is going to be uh, on the Scarlet Holiday 2020. Save up your cash. Um, and that's just a short little bit of news. Um, what's really funny... I'm sorry, I can't even like talk about this without like thinking about the videos, because it's so funny. <laughs> Have you seen the WWE 2K20 is broken?
1: Yes, yes.
0: So... I don't know how much longer 2K is going to be a game developer. And I think there needs to be an investigation on where their money laundering is going because there is no way that these games are this successful and 2K is putting money in to video games that just need to be modded and they're making something worse.
1: They should just be uh, honest. They should be honest and change their name to Okay,
0: <laughs> okay 20. M-K, 20.
1: Okay. <laughs> because they suck.
0: I, it's just so ridiculous. It's not even laziness. I know, it's to, not.
1: It's not. It's just... Be, because
0: people are people are comparing it that its graphics look worse than 2K17. <laughs> um, and they do. You could put just, it right beside 2K17. It but looks it terrible. It's
1: bounds, too. The difference in the graphics quality that they have out from 17 to now is huge. So to go yeah. that far backwards... Just says that yeah, you know, somebody didn't so, plug in fucking court A into slot B. <laughs> it's
0: it's also a glitch fest. There's like ridiculous yep. amount of glitches. I've heard things like if you if you customize your uh, clothing, <laughs> it will make other characters just start appearing all over the place. So, like, there was a clip of someone just (laughs) customizing a shirt. And then suddenly, like, every wrestler on the roster started, like, flashing onto the to the ring and just kept flashing out. There was another one. <laughs> there was another one where someone was trying to get back into the ring and go between the two, whatever you call them, the ropes. Uh-huh. And, uh, she just started bouncing on the ropes and then the whole ring started bouncing and then the chairs <laughs> started spinning around the, the ring. It's a fucking ghost in the time, machine, dude. Yeah. And then, and then the ref is like getting pulled into the ground at the same time. This is all because she's trying to go through the ropes. She created just a because she was vortex. trying to crawl through. Yeah, she's trying to crawl through the ropes. And then suddenly the whole game is like getting sucked into itself. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. Um so like we made jokes and everyone was hating on the basketball 2K20. That came out, but wrestling's even worse. And it's the same problem, but worse. It's a game that we know that you could have just modded and done a roster update. Same thing with wrestling. They could have done the same thing. But instead, it's worse than that. So actually changing the file, like changing the game, making it a worse game, means that they actually put work into it negatively. So, you get what I'm saying. It would have been better if they just modded the old, ver- the previous version of the game than all the work that they did. Like, at what point did they demo this game out to anyone, and they were like, "Wow, this looks worse than last year's. Should we just maybe <laughs> reskin last year's?" Like, seriously, reskinning last year's could probably be done by two guys on Reddit in a week. Probably, but. <laughs> They obviously had a whole team of people on this. They, take, they took the multiple millions and millions of dollars that they made on the last game, and then they put it they put it into something. And like, where'd the money go? Cocaine and hookers. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is that 2K needs to go under investigation to figure out where this money's going because yeah. it's like they aren't even trying to hide the fact if, that it is worse. If I was an because investor,
1: I'd be fucking pissed.
0: Right. Where's your money going? Because exactly. it's, th- that's why it almost looks like a call for help. It almost looks like someone's trying to out them yeah, and make sure it looks really bad. Because if you didn't want to get caught stealing people's money and just reskinning an old game, that's what you would do. Just reskin it. You wouldn't make it so bad that people were like, holy shit, this is terrible. Um, hashtag fix 2K20. Um, you would just reskin it and then people would be originally like, oh, it's just a reskin. Like, Don't even buy that. But you say that, but people would still buy it. So it doesn't yeah. matter in the end. But because it is so bad, it's got like a 1.3 Metacritic score. <laughs> what? But It's got like a 1.3 Metacritic score. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm surprised it's not lower. Um, <laughs> the thing is, to so make it ridiculous. this bad... It's actually like bringing more attention to it. You know what, though? You know what's funny? (laughs) You know, it doesn't work with games. Bad publicity isn't good publicity in games. No. So, yes, there's a lot of people that didn't even know there were wrestling games, I'm sure, that now know there are wrestling games cool but they're still not gonna buy it if it looks like shit <laughs> exactly if this was like a ten dollar game and it was like goat simulator and people were just buying it to laugh at all the glitches yes then, then they cool but it's not it's a sixty dollar game that is gonna be on store shelves and is <laughs> fucking broken exactly so i don't i don't understand um that's what I'm saying. It kind of seems like a cry for help. It seems like someone that is developing it is trying to like out them and get people to notice that their money is not going anywhere. Like maybe they did just hire two guys to do it, and they're like, "We're really not getting paid enough for this, and we need to let people know that the CEO is just blowing all of the investment on, you know, cars and hookers and stuff, you know." Because <laughs> it it seems like it we're seems not saying like that centric- that's actually
1: happening. We're not saying that that is, that that's but if what, it
0: is, I called it. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it seems like you're trying to make people notice this. It is so bad. There's no way it does that people would light. green light
1: it. Yeah, exactly. In, unless the in, that's another thing is why, how did it get
0: green lighted? How, how did it not pass <laughs> some sort of QA? You know? It's so stupid because like the I remember the first thing I saw about it before it came out was people were comparing the hair physics of the demos. And they are showing people like waving their hair around. And like last year it looked like pretty good looking digital hair. Not the best you've ever seen, but the one in 2K20 looked like from like Tomb Raider. Nineteen ninety nine or something. <laughs> it looked like a solid piece of plastic being thrown around. It didn't look like hair. <laughs> Mr. Potato and I was like, Head That's hair. really bad. So oh, I was shit. like, I remember the post was. It went viral on Reddit and Twitter, but it was the post was something like, "Why are the hair physics so bad?" And the thing is, they had no idea how many physics and glitches and just like ridiculous things would happen in this game. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. If you want a good laugh, just go to YouTube, look up 2k20 uh, glitches and it's, it'll make you chuckle. It won't take too long. Um, And remember, if you're not chuckling, if you just think it looks stupid, just remember how many millions of dollars are going into this (laughs) game and the fact that they are putting it on the shelves for $60 and acting like it is an improved version of last year's game. It's a yearly franchise and they're trying to make it look better. So I don't know. That's all I have to say on that. Um Maybe next week I'll come up with a list of all the glitches. I saw that someone posted one of like everything that they've noticed. That's like ridiculously stupid in the game. But um, I I saw that it was like two pages and I didn't feel like reading through it yet. (laughs) (laughs) It was really small print on two pages. And I was like, yeah, I got enough content for an episode. (laughs) But anyway, Um, good news is early previews and reviews of Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, right on. Look really good. Um, it's getting really good reviews. A lot of people are saying things like, it looks like, um, a Star Wars Dark Souls. Of course, we throw around the phrase, it's like Dark Souls so much that, um, it's not really cool to say that it's kind of an overused (laughs) phrase, but essentially it's going to be harder combat, uh, not you destroying like 3000 enemies per hour type thing. It's probably you working for every kill, Um, a lot more exploring, uh, probably a lot of lore and scenery to take in. So it's going to be a little bit slower paced game. Um, Looks really cool in that aspect. And we are promised no microtransactions in the game. Um, EA has lied to us before, so (laughs) um, don't be surprised if they're lying again. However, there is no purpose for in-game purchases on a single-player game that has no multiplayer that is like a Dark Souls game, because it doesn't make any sense. So if EA thought of a way to put microtransactions in it, then I guess kudos to them for being stingy pieces of shit. But... (laughs) It's, it's, it seems like it's a recipe for success. They are basically taking everything that people hated about them touching Star Wars with Battlefront, and they are making a single-player game that is honoring the spirit of Star Wars that is going to focus on character, story, lore, and basically the wonder of the universe of Star Wars. Not just Call of Duty skinned for Star Wars. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so what's really cool is hopefully it succeeds in all those hopes and dreams of people that are thinking about this game. Um, it looks really good. It's getting really good scores. I, I, I guess I'm already guaranteeing that it's going to be a good game. The only thing that's going to suck is if they end up throwing in those microtransactions. But as of right now, they have promised that there's not going to be any, and, uh, things are looking good. <laughs> Right on. Anyway, next point is that Stadia is kind of acting like their controller is not ready. I'm not sure if you've seen these tweets by Stadia, but Stadia is saying things like their early purchase packages of the Founders editions um, will start shipping on the day that you were expected to get it. So it's kind of like them saying, give us a couple more days or like, let's say... They say that it was supposed to be... So, originally, you were supposed to get it on a certain day, but now they're saying that it's shipping on that day. What if it, like, is a month (laughs) after that ship day? You just got, like, really (laughs) expedited shipping. um, And it's going to be, like, mid-December when you get your November release. Um, So, yeah, the rumors are that the controller is not up to their standards, which is really crazy because they were demoing this controller back in what was it, April or May? Um, So it's pretty crazy for them to be either trying to make last-minute changes or maybe improve little bugs, but I think they're realizing that they are... So Stadia runs off of a Chromecast Ultra or Chromecast, and it uses servers. All of that stuff has nothing to do with Stadia in the sense of they can't just change it or alter it. They can make better Chromecasts and stuff. And these are things that they don't have to force you to buy because a lot of people already have Chromecast. However, the Stadia controller, I think maybe Google is realizing that once they ship these out, they can't make changes. Like maybe there's things that they want to add or there's certain elements that they're wondering whether they should fix now. Because let's take, for example nintendo and the joy cons and how they've been under fire for basically releasing joy cons that were kind of built to fall apart because the drifting on the uh, joysticks and maybe stadia is realizing that they shouldn't be overlooking something about the controller right now and delay it a week rather than ship out a product that may not be ready you know so, yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of weird because they are literally only giving themselves like an extra week.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs>
0: because saying because saying that... So, they're not saying that Stadia is launching on a different day. Stadia is still launching on the same day, but they're saying now that they're shipping your controller on the day it launches. So, you won't even have it at launch. So, so that's interesting. So, they're yeah. really... They're, it, it's like... I guess Google doesn't want to look bad and say that they're delaying the release. They just they just said that it was like in a long post. They just said that it was gonna ship on the day that it launches rather than be at your door the day it launches. Oh wow. So they they're they're maybe buying themselves two to five days, two to seven days maybe. Like it's it's really minor, but they're really, I guess, biting their nails about something. And a lot of people think it has to do with the controller because it's the only thing that's unique to stadia that if it has issues, like there's nothing they can do once they give it out. Otherwise they'll have to do recalls, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we'll see about that. Um, I have not pre-ordered stadia. I thought about it, but, um, I don't know. (laughs) I I think I'm going to be more about X cloud when it comes out, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to be interested in stadia. Stadia is a really cool idea. Yeah, But at the same time, it's a monthly service, so I don't really feel like putting my money into that when there's something maybe better around the corner, you know? <laughs> I'm really curious. I do want to feel the controller, though. Actually, the controller is the only thing that I think is cool about Stadia. I don't actually care about the service. I yeah. just think the controller looks pretty cool, and I like the fact that it connects to your Wi-Fi. That is That's cool. That's like the, the only thing I like about it. I think it's really cool in that sense. It's a nice-looking, slick controller, but... Um, I don't really care about any other aspect of the <laughs> yeah, stadium. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: Well, um, first bit of news I got to talk about, uh, everybody knows, uh, that, uh, Ninja went over to uh mixer back in August, um, big old, uh, mainstream streamer and, uh, yeah, made yeah. a big move. It's a uh, paycheck now. Yeah. Yeah. Got a nice paycheck out of it. Uh, Got a nice deal, which who can blame him? Got a deal with Adidas, all that. Well, now Shroud, who is uh, basically one of Twitch's biggest superstars right now, he uh, went over to Mixer, and um, it looks like today was his main first day. Now, as of six hours ago, he had 25,000 followers, but I just turned on his Mixer page, and he has 191,446 followers already, he currently has 69,040 people watching his stream right now on Mixer. Wow. So this guy is blowing up. He is blowing up, man. And all he's doing is setting up his shit. That's all he's doing. He's setting up his ch- his channel, talking to people, and that's really about it. But so this guy um he just made the move over there. Uh he was only he had 6.5 million followers on Twitch. Uh, he was the mm-hmm. second biggest streamer on the platform. Uh, Tifu was ahead of him. So now, uh, you know, whoever was third, he's in there. He's a former CSGO pro. Uh He plays uh, Apex, Minecraft, uh, Rainbow Six, that kind of stuff. Um, plays a variety of games. But yeah, man, um, this guy has grown in the last six hours by almost 200,000 people or 175,000 people. So it's insane how fast he's uh He's growing and everything. And, uh, basically almost immediately he lost his verified check mark next to his Twitch account as soon as he changed over. So yeah. Um, Twitch is, uh,
0: <laughs> Twitch is not letting, uh, you know,
1: he, they're burning them bridges <laughs> real quick. So,
0: so, so now you go to his channel on Twitch and you're like, is that shroud? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah, tell. Exactly. It's not verified. I don't know.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> still has, uh, you know, millions of subscribers or followers to it and yeah but i think it's a good move for him um a lot of people are saying that it's uh the end of twitch that it's the uh you know it's the eventual cause of their demise i don't know if that's true i mean you're talking about a pretty damn big streaming platform and i don't see that happening right away but mixer could get big because of these two two big moves so far
0: yeah um hopefully twitch doesn't pull a what they did with Ninja and put pornography on his channel. Oh, but um, that would be crazy. (laughs) Let's, let's hope that that doesn't happen. But um, if I was shroud, I would have already tweeted that like PS Twitch. Don't put porn on my channel. (laughs) Um, That would have been fire. Um, I just think it's cool that people are doing what they want to do. Um, I have no problem with them making that move. A lot of people are making fun of them. Um, Ninja and Trout, I uh, hear a lot of people making fun of them for making that move. But at the same time, it's stability. Like, everything's a trend. Um, Twitch is a proof that Twitch was a trend, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Ninja couldn't be popular forever. Everything's um, a trend, man. Right.
1: <laughs> it really is.
0: Um, so, Twi- uh, Ninja couldn't be popular forever. Um, getting the stability of steady paychecks was really smart for him. And at the same time, not only was it stability, but it also gave him the ability to go do other things, like sign different branding deals, do different TV shows. He could have a chance of not fading into obscurity without the control of Twitch. So he he won in all aspects. He got stability, and he gets the ability to not fade into obscurity. So I think Shroud probably saw that, and Shroud sees that... His fame is only going to be a trend too if he's a one-trick pony. If all you do is game streaming, cool. But I mean, if he has any other aspirations in his life, anything else that he wants to do or any games that are not profitable to stream even. Yep. He has that ability now. He steady does. stability on a platform that supports you and being we don't know how much he was paid to go over. We actually don't even know if it was like the same type of deal. Do we? Um, there's people
1: that I've been watching in some of the chats saying that he he got 20 million. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not nearly the 100 million they say that Ninja got, but still 20 million. That's a lot of freaking money, dude. Especially for a kid his age.
0: Yeah, I mean, that type of stability is just really good. Like 20 million, just put like a couple of million to a compound interest savings account. Oh, for God's but 8 sake. 8 million
1: and you got 15,000 <laughs> a month you're getting in interest. Yeah. I mean, you can't live on that's that. That's what I would I'm do. I sure as shit could. Yeah. yeah, cars, whatever.
0: <laughs> Are we going to turn into a financing podcast?
1: No, not at all. Not okay. at all. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway but, uh, it's,
0: really, it's really smart that he did it. And yes. the thing is, it's a win-win in so many senses because it's stability and the freedom to do different things. And if anyone doesn't agree with that, they don't know how strict Twitch is. <laughs> Wow. Twitch is ridiculously strict, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So, you
1: know, uh, what's it called? Their The strictness of their policies, even with affiliates, dude, even with affiliates, you cannot stream to any other. Pl- when you're live, you're only live on Twitch. Well, I think they're going to have to be a little more lenient on that. I think it's, you know, it's a ridiculous clause. Uh, you're not letting people build their audience. And it can only be beneficial to Twitch because, you know, somebody could have Twitch as their base home for their stream, but they still stream on Mixer and DLive. That doesn't mean that those people aren't going to come over to Twitch. You know what I mean? So it's just, it depends on you. But I think that these uh, Twitch and even, even possibly Mixer need to be as lenient as these new uh, platforms are being. Otherwise, they're going to lose out. They're going to lose out on a whole bunch of streamers. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, Twitch needs to be acting a little bit less like China. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right yes. More on <laughs> the, that story later. They, they need to just, they need to cool it with their very tyrannical type, we rule the streaming world Oh yeah, type I of, uh, because that's just not cool in a, <laughs> it's not cool in a society that's built off of competition and different, yeah. um, different opinions and different flavors yep. you should make <laughs> you know it so what i mean it's just so, like, don't make it so restrictive make it more appealing right you want people that's the thing it's you build it they will come Field the yes. dreams type thing yes it's if twitch is the best streaming platform they'll be there regardless yes don't force them to be there and say that you're butthurt that they do something that is like out of out of your small little terms or something, it's like, cool, if they put offensive content on your platform, then yeah, block them. That's fine. Everybody agrees with that. If if they do something offensive that goes against the policy of the Twitch as a company, cool, block them. That's fine. Ban them, whatever. But like to say that they're not allowed to do things that are not hurtful to anyone besides yeah. Twitch <laughs> is just stupid. That's just making it look like you're butthurt and just crying about spilt milk the whole time. So <laughs> you, you can go on. Um, I just okay. wanted to put that two cents in of,
1: well, I've got a, a new story uh, concerning Ubisoft. Um, they actually have filed a lawsuit against uh, the operators of a company called Mizusoft, um, which involves also a minor, uh, uh, This kid was involved with this company, um, so his initials are only JVL listed in the lawsuit. Um, basically, this company earned thousands of dollars monthly through the sale of Rainbow Six Siege Cheat software. Um, they were charging <laughs> anywhere from $13 th- per day, $33 per week, $77 per month to use their services. And people were downloading this software thousands of times a month. Um, it's been used by them, by Rainbow Six Siege players. Uh, according to the lawsuit, they know how, how far it's been uh, or how often it's been downloaded. Um, they That's made That's crazy. That's more than buying the game once per month. Oh, yeah. And they believe that the defendants, have, <laughs> they made hundreds of thousands of dollars from the distribution of it. And... Um, they sold licenses is what it was so that people only with a license could use the software online. And they, um, they were trafficking in, uh, you know, ways to get around the cheat, uh, the anti-cheats. So basically uh, it interfered with their contracts, interfered with competition, et cetera. So basically they're suing the shit out of these people and they're talking about possible uh, uh, jail time. And they said that even though these people, one of them was a minor, every one of them knew what they were doing because they, they got statements that they posted online bragging to the media that their cheating software ruins the game for other players. And they admitted if they were ever to get sued by Ubisoft, they would have a tough time defending their own conduct. So these idiots who puts that in an interview, (laughs) exactly, exactly. And they, they reported (laughs) that the, the maker of the cheat alone makes around $1,926 a week and was planning on expanding into other games because as long as people keep buying the cheats, there's going to be nothing to stop them.
0: You know what I mean? Where did they report this to? Who did they do an interview with? This isn't like Wired Magazine or something. Who? Uh, basically, a BBC reporter, I believe, got in
1: touch with a whole bunch of st- uh, 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 source and oh <laughs> ended God. up, these idiots went and bragged like fools, you know? <laughs> but now all you see on their website is uh, Mizusoft will be CC in operations as of October 24th, 2019. So basically, they want... Um, they want everything permanently shut down, uh, the cheat software destroyed, all websites destroyed, restitution of the proceeds, and uh, statutory and punitive damages and legal fees, and whatever else the court feels is fair. <laughs> so they're hammering the shit out of these guys. But people need to understand, man, this is what's happening with these anti-cheat things. Gamers are are actually starting to be... Uh, a little sick and tired of the cheaters, the hackers, all that stuff, because everybody wants it to be competitive, and it—that's it, what I'm seeing more in the uh, in the chats and the uh, 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 the forums about this stuff—is that most people, I would say, probably a good ninety percent of the people out there, unless the rest are just trolls, um, they want a fair fight and I think that's, you know, I think that's what it's, uh, ended up being because they're going to, you know, these gaming companies and these developers are going to start listening more. Like I've said in the past to the fans and it's, you know, creating a big deal. So, yeah, cool. Um, Bethesda, uh, publisher of fallout, <laughs> but let's forget, you know, not forget that they also did elder scrolls, which was kind of a, you know, good game. Um, they are going to start making more mobile games. Uh, so they acquired a new uh mobile gaming studio and uh Alpha Dog Games, and uh they had a uh game called Wraithborn and then Monstro City Rampage that they had out. Um, these guys are actually pretty good uh with as far as their quality and and everything else on mobile games. So um they're uh you know for Bethesda this could be a really good move unless of course the people that have been making the decisions they pull a Bethesda. on games <laughs> such as Fallout 76 <laughs> <laughs> unless they let them running run it but uh best, yeah they're going to start making new uh, new games for uh, iOS and Android and uh this company Alpha Dog has been around for uh 7 years and they basically say that they set the bar high with a heavy focus on social experience that was a quote in um in uh, gamer news uh <laughs> that they did an interview with but yeah so um they used unreal engine 4 and unity so it should be a really good uh really good mobile games and um <clears throat> yeah the Bethesda their first mobile game was Fallout Shelter and apparently they made a lot of money on that game and then uh, they had uh, the digital card game with the Elder Scrolls Legends just a couple of years ago, and then they just upgraded that to Blades and this year. So um, they're just looking to expand. And actually, I think it's... Personally, I think it's a good move for them with the travesty that they had <laughs> for their, uh, their um, new part. And actually, I'm going to segue into this because... It I was about has to, to do say,
0: because with- this is like... This is like a comedy sketch. You trying to be positive about something Bethesda is doing.
1: Yeah. And this is going to bring it back down into uh, reality and put our feet back on the ground. Uh, Bethesda is announcing a new subscription <laughs> service for Fallout fucking 76. Yep. It's called Fallout First. They have they have it where it's set up for $100 per year or you can pay $13.99 a month. And you get access to private servers and a bunch of other crap, um, which to me, you know, I'm, I'm kind of pissed about it because what do you? It says you you pay thirteen ninety nine or twelve ninety nine. I'm sorry, uh, for the paid uh, for a uh, a premium membership. And what is premium? What is premium? That's what I want to know. Is it that you actually get something to fucking do
0: in the game? Is there yeah, more than just walking that, around shooting a cow every once in a while? And Here's the thing that's really pissing people off. is It's one thing to release a game that is only half a game and then not putting in the content to make it worth its original price tag for free and instead charging for it. It's one thing to do that. It's another to insult the very few people that are still playing this broken game and are trying to enjoy it by slapping a price tag in front of them. It's like, it's it's if one percent of the people that bought the game actually still enjoy it. They're like, hey, I heard you like this game that nobody likes. What would you like paying more for that game? Well, here, here's here's the
1: <laughs> thing, dude. Let me let me give you some of the perks. Okay, you get private worlds for you and your select friends. Now, some of the players have been asking for that since before the game came out. They were like, you know, let's have private servers where we can buy our friends I want to have my d
0: orgies. Yes. Jesus.
1: And then there's a scrap box storage <laughs> container for holding unlimited materials, a monthly deposit of in-game Adam's currency for you to spend, exclusive outfits and cosmetics, and a fast travel option. Now, this is a normal the, the first shit year. that you spend real money on anyway. The private world feature is the only real benefit that you're getting. So you're paying for a private server. That's what you're doing.
0: You're also paying for the ability to like spend more money too. It's a game with in-game purchases. You're paying for the ability to keep paying on Reddit. You should see some of the (laughs) shit that's on Reddit. Some of the threads says, let's, let's see.
1: I can't even defend it is one of the names of one of the threads. Is this an out of season April fool's joke? And this is my favorite thread in Reddit. Wow, Bethesda, just wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of what people pulling that clip fuck? of the guy, pulling the clip from the guy from last year's BlizzCon. He was talking about the um, Diablo mobile game where he says, This is out of season April Fool's joke. <laughs> a lot of people are putting that as a tagline to this Fallout. What was it called Fallout? There's a word for it Fallout first.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's what it's called, yeah.
0: Fallout first. Uh, It's so dumb. And the thing is, this isn't like specul—this isn't speculative. This is real. Yes, this (laughs) This is is one hundred percent real, dude. (laughs) Here's the thing, dude. You're paying two dollars less
1: than a WoW subscription to use a single feature. That's it. You're paying two two dollars less than a WoW subscription. I recommend you fucking delete this game and just go get a WoW subscription, man. Or you just go play the new game called Outer Worlds, which is Fallout seventy six in space. I've been watching that on stream from other gamers. I'm telling yeah, you, dude, that looks way it's better. the Fallout seventy six that everybody wanted. I recommend you go get that game. Say screw Bethesda and let them play with their little mobile shit. That's right. My but personal here's opinion. the
0: thing about here's the thing about Fallout first is. We can laugh all we want, but we can't convince people who already think that this bad game is a good game. Yeah. We can't convince them that it's a bad game. So, th- what's offensive about this is it is literally targeting the money out of these very few people that actually like this bad game they made. Yeah. That's what's so insultive. It's like, we can laugh about it, but that very small audience that still plays it probably thinks this is a pretty cool feature. And they're probably going to be shooting out their dough for it, but Bethesda's not going to make much off of it. But they're just trying to get a little bit of extra cash out of what they lost on Fallout seventy six. That's fucked up. I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, because it's dude. only targeting the people that we can't convince it's a bad game. That's what sucks. Is it's it's. It, didn't I make an analogy last week about punching a kid on the side of the street? Oh yeah, and then not doing anything. <laughs> okay, it's like. <laughs> it's just like that last the last analogy i used it's like seeing a kid get punched across the street but you can't do anything see it's like this is the kind of shit that pisses
1: me off dude from these games (laughs) oh i'm sorry it's
0: like seeing someone get beat up across the street and you want to help them but then they say they like getting beat up yeah
1: yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh Oh, my god what else you got Uh, well, um, last of us, uh, part two, uh, that's been delayed until May 29th of 2020. Um, you know, everybody has been waiting for this game to come out. I know a lot of the, uh, last of us, uh, fans have been wanting this game to happen for a long time. And, but the nice thing about it is that they did issue it on a blog post. They let all their fans know about it, um. They were expecting it for February 21st. So, you know, it's a few months past the expected release date. But here's the thing they said that it's not quite up to their standards. I can respect that. Um, From a game developer from Naughty Dog, I can 100% respect the fact that they want to wait until the game is up to the standards that they want to give to their fans and they're right especially a game that's
0: taken like 10 years to come out or something yeah they can take a month
1: (laughs) and his his actual quote dude that i liked is he said look at this point we're faced with two options compromise parts of the game or get more time he said this new release date allows them to finish everything to their level of satisfaction and also reduces stress on the team so that nothing gets messed up i think that's a great a great thing man um, he says he wants it polished. They're disappointed that they weren't able to avoid it, but in the long run, in the in the scope of it all, the bigger picture, it's going to be great. They think that they've disappointed their fans, but I don't think that they're going to get that kind of a reaction from their fans. I think they're going to say, you know what? Cool. Because um, a lot of, like we've said in the past, man, a lot of gamers nowadays, they want a good product on the release date and not like a 25 gig patch the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's basically downloading half of another fucking game in order to fix the shit that they pushed out too fast. So, you know what? Bravo to you, Naughty Dog. I think that's awesome. I might actually go buy this game because you're actually taking your time. If I could hug you, I would,
0: Naughty Dog. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Yeah. um, With a game, with my most anticipated game of the decade... (laughs) Um, I don't care how long they take on it. They could take another year, and I wouldn't be upset because it's just one of those things where you can't fix it if it's broken. So yeah. So you've played. Highest. You've played
1: Last of Us then.
0: The first one is my favorite game of all time. Really? Just period. Yeah, it's so good. I might have to download <laughs> it and play it, Because I've, every I've seen gameplay, game but I've never played it. Yeah, you'd have to get a PlayStation. I'm not sure if they have a PC port of it.
1: Well, they have PlayStation um, PlayStation Now. Is that what it is? Or PlayStation?
0: Yeah, if it's on PC, then Plus? I guess you could play it. It should yeah. be with there.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking about paying the $4.99 a month for that because it's it's worth it, dude, for PC. It's 100% yeah. worth it, especially if it's a, uh, you know, I mean, one of the big titles that you'll never get on another one. Like maybe they have it for Spider-Man or something, you know, which looks like a phenomenal game.
0: Welcome back. Uh, We are here with our guest, Fiery Ice. Uh, I called him onto the show because I wanted to talk about Borderlands 3, so I am going to let him have time to talk about that. Um, Do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I'm Fiery Ice, as he's already said. It's all good, though.
0: (laughs) 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 So now that you've introduced me, I'll introduce me again no i mean like like a subtitle anything about you, myself to I mean, introduce myself um uh, i don't know rather like keep it? I, I,
2: like what do you want me to say i'm a gamer i'm okay. a teacher i'm an old dude so like there's there's that uh, i don't okay. know if people find that interesting
0: or not but uh you know the, okay well they'll ha- i think they'll be interested in what you have to talk about so very much so um I didn't do too much research on Borderlands 3. I played the first two for the most part. I know I never finished the second one. Um, I was looking at just differences of the games, but what's your overall take of Borderlands 3? I know it's been out for like, what, a month? Two months? Uh, A month, I think. Sounds about Right, right. I think about a month. Yeah, it's about there, yeah. Yeah. What's your overall take from the game? Um, overall opinion. Yeah. Overall, I like it. Uh, it's exciting. Um, if you liked
2: one and two, you're going to like three. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot more of the same, not big fans of one and two. You're not going to like three, you know what I mean? It it's, it it really felt a lot of the same, um, things they had been doing. They, you know, I guess kept a lot of the, the things that they did well and kind of kept that in there. Um, uh, their big thing, I guess, in three that they were trying to repair that was um, that kind of broke one and two was like the overpowered weapons. So, uh, you know, like when you went into, um, uh, say, two, for example, I mean, you, the B shield was almost a must. You know, you get the B shield and you, you get that and it amplifies all your damage and it just it kind of broke the game. Um, which kind of takes a lot of the fun out of it. I mean, you know, as soon as something's not a challenge, you know, it wears out rather quickly. <laughs>
0: Right. So, there, so go ahead. I guess the only things I saw that were different as far as gameplay were um there's like sliding and stuff that made it when I looked at the gameplay to remind me a lot of Destiny like the whole uh, sliding and jumping it like a little bit of what was that game Bulletstorm it felt like it had like this more intense faster pace you know version of what 2 was doing but more a little 2019 Right. Yeah.
2: And and they took out some of the annoyance. So the sliding is, like, you know, kind of fun. and just kind of gets you around a little bit quicker. And they've added some elements into that. So some of your mods will take some of the sliding into uh, into play, um, you know, to kind of add like some effects to your sliding, like elemental effects and things like that. So there's some little fun things you can do with that. Um, one of the things that I like they added as far as, like you said, speeding up things is uh, a big nuisance in, in one and two is uh, – you know, you couldn't fast travel from anywhere.
1: <laughs> right.
2: And we all know how annoying that can be in games, you know, the wasting time running around trying to do this. Um, and a lot of your missions in Borderlands, especially your side missions, have you running around to various places. And then, you know, often from one map to another, uh, not having that fast travel system could be frustrating quite often.
0: <laughs> right. I saw that there's now like new planets and stuff where the original Borderlands games were just on Pandora. Is, is that like, is that something that is appreciated or do you wish it was more like just on Pandora? Um, it, no, it, it's appreciated. I mean, it, it plays into the storyline. They kind of built that up from the second
2: one. Okay. So you kind of knew you were going to different places. Um, it's, uh, the navigating is a little, I'm not going to call it too cumbersome, but, um, trying to get from planet to planet was, was kind of annoying
0: um, <laughs> it was unnecessary or what it's just, i guess the i think it should have just been like fast travel like for some
2: reason you 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 start zoomed in like to to where you are, which in some places makes sense in other places it doesn't and then you have to zoom up you know I'm calling it zoom, but like i guess move up levels within the right. system, and it's not terrible I'm probably exaggerating just my thinking. nuisance right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is there anything that the other borderlands games do better than three?
2: Um, I, and en- I enjoyed the story of two a bit more than three. Um, right. but to be fair, I'm also thinking mm-hmm. about five levels of, of DLC with that. <laughs> right. Um, so when I think about the amount of content, it's really unfair to, to take that directly into comparison. um, you got me stumped but, here.
0: <laughs> but but as far as gameplay and graphics go and all that stuff, 3 has it beat, right?
2: Yeah, overall, they've still got a few uh, issues with it they've been working on. So, you know, on the release, there was a lot of issues. Like, I mean, it was, sh- it was shutting down my Xbox. It was overheating heating it. And, oh, really? Yeah. And it wasn't awful most of the time, but on occasion. I mean, there was one day my xbox shut off three times back to back within about a 15 minute period so it was kind of bad at certain times um and they fixed some of those things and uh but there's still a few things they need to, to polish up but that's i mean to be fair to you know to, to 2k that's kind of where the gaming industry is right now you know Ooh, you really okay. <laughs> you, you know you really s- <laughs> wait,
0: wait, 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 say again I forgot 2K made it. Yeah, I just think a gearbox, you know. Right. I well, I guess
2: the, the, right. And then. Because
0: um, yeah. we were just talking earlier about the 2K20 uh, wrestling game <laughs> and how yeah, broken it is. Exactly. If You've seen that stuff. You know, so you get a lot of that same thing, you know,
2: and it's kind of across the industry where you, you know, before you could update games and, you know, there's been a lot of articles on this. You had to make sure that game was perfect, that it was polished, that it was ready to go. And now with the game updates, you know, they throw these things out there and, you know, they're, I'm not going to say half finished, but there's a lot of polishing that still needs to be done.
0: Right. Sometimes they throw things up and you wonder if they even tested the final, final, final thing before they uploaded it. Because with the ability to do updates constantly... You wonder if they just upload something that literally the afternoon before they just made a modification to. Yeah. That could have accidentally broken something about the game. Right.
2: Let, let's see what this yeah. does. Let's see what this does. And, right. uh, right. And I mean, they, to be fair, some of the, I'm going to call this quote unquote issues that they've had with the game are just certain things that are difficult to predict. So keeping in line with like the first and second, you've got your skill trees, uh, on you know, on yeah. your various characters. Well, I mean, it's, it'll be rather difficult to test every combination of weapon and skill that you could possibly create. And uh, so, of course, in the beginning, they found some things that were just kind of broken, like in the second one, where they were just too powerful. You know, you were going through right. and like, blowing out the game and uh, you know personally I just chose not to use those because what fun is that <laughs> then you're going right back to the same issues that you had True. and it's gonna you know it's gonna kill the game and yeah that, in, in a few days so it's like why would I do this
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: so that um,
0: takes a lot of self control though most players would just take the thing that made it easy right and then, and then
2: <laughs> correct and I don't wrong, a lot of people did
0: so you know
2: I I, I ended up just making my own build and it ended up being you know fairly powerful just kind of based off of what i kind of figured would work out and then i looked up some of the builds and how they would work and i was like okay now you know i see what's happening here and they've kind of of taken out a lot of that stuff to where uh, you're not getting a lot of like uh, overpowered builds anymore or overpowered guns
1: ah cool (laughs) real cool um have you downloaded the new patch already that came out today
2: uh, I downloaded it, but of course, me the whole teacher thing, I, I mean, I just got off of work like an hour ago at those parent-teacher conferences tonight, so I haven't even sat down to play it.
1: There's but actually I, some uh, cool new things for the Xbox that are in there, man, that uh, that's it's pretty neat, because they've enabled some of the stuff that was missing that I think some people were already asking for, and uh, added some customization, so I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised when you get in there, man.
2: I, I hope so. As a matter of fact, I was um, I was loading up my xbox and i was like okay let me jump in and try this out tonight whenever caterpillar's like hey you ready i was like oh yeah i'm supposed to to be talking about this game tonight not just playing it so i was like i'll have to delay my 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 delve into uh into the new content to go talk about it really quickly
1: yeah it's the bloody harvest uh the bloody harvest event it it starts actually today it looks really cool man
2: yeah, I read up a bit on it and it sounds it sounds fun. And they've had some really cool stuff that they've done in the past and the game is just kind of lends itself to a fun Halloween theme just because how crazy it is already.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I know you're that's excited really cool. about the new photo mode support they've added for console. I know you can't wait for that one.
2: <laughs> of course, you know, I'm taking those photos all the time. You know, I've got to get my close up proxy and you know, that's, that's really important. <laughs> So but I'll, they know. they've
1: added some really cool things for streamers and for gamers, because um, uh, I'm just kind of reading through some of the general stuff just for console because I know you play an Xbox, right? That's correct. Yeah, so it's uh, they have mayhem mode is now available in true vault hunter mode on consoles.
2: Okay, uh, that's like, cool.
1: like I said, they put photo mode photo mode support for consoles, and they added EchoCast Twitch extension support for consoles, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, I was curious if they were going to add that because people were uh, definitely asking for it because there are, you know, while you have a lot of PC streamers, there are a few people who, you know, especially games like that um, are going to stream on the Xbox and they were a little disappointed, especially with a tool like that when you're trying to build your user base. Yeah. People who are going to watch Twitch while you know you're going to go to some of your more favorite streamers and streamers that you like, but if you're missing out on those rewards that you can get in game, you know, they may be going to those PC streamers as of those console streamers simply because they can take advantage of that. Like, have you guys checked out like how the echo casting works?
1: No, no, no. I was reading a little bit about it, but I haven't actually watched any videos on how, how. It so, works. Uh,
2: so let's say that you beat a boss,
1: for example, and uh, you go into one of the
2: vaults. They'll, there might be like four loot chests, you know, within that vault. Well then, the streamer can basically activate an event, and um, the whoever's watching has to join that event, you know, oh, wow. through the through the Twitch app. Okay. And when you you basically kind of in a lottery system, will when that streamer opens the chest, if you're chosen in that lottery system, your character will get whatever pops up in that chest. Oh wow, cool! So if he like opens it up, and it's like a really badass weapon. Well, I mean, just for watching the stream and joining that event and with a little bit of luck, obviously, you know, your character
0: just
1: got that. Cool. Very cool. Right.
0: I did. I, I, you just reminded me of another thing. Um, I saw that the new game had two different modes as far as multiplayer goes, where you either share loot or you have your own individual loot.
2: I, OK, so I haven't done the shared loot version
0: yet. And I'm, I'm not sure why anyone would.
2: Um, well, and that's the thing, and that's kind of what we talked about, and we we sort of want to do a playthrough with it, and just to see what it's like. Is um, it just supposed to be harder? So the games, I, I, I'm not sure. Like, I'm I'm curious. Do they give you better loot? Maybe uh, because it's shared loot. Is it going to drop as? You know, maybe It more, should give more you red. better
0: loot knowing that you're not getting three of something. Right, and I'm thinking maybe it's like, <laughs> maybe not
2: necessarily better in the sense of like more legendaries, but maybe better rolls on guns. Because I have noticed the drop rate of legendary seems to be higher in this game than in previous games. Um, maybe it's just me, maybe it's the way I'm playing, but I, I'm loaded with legendary weapons. Oh wow. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, like, I, I don't think I have a single purple i <laughs> like it's nothing but orange um now to be fair i put it you know i put some hours into the game so there is that as well <laughs> yeah but um the borderlands one and two have, have always been shared
0: right i remember that and you can share and drop things and things but the when they said that there's two modes i don't know why anyone would pick shared unless it was just for diehards of the original playstyle. Yeah. right and like i said i'm a little
2: ignorant as to why it would be beneficial, unless you were trying to, like you said, challenge yourself. Maybe you like the dueling system. But see, in one and two, they had a little glitch where you could dupe the weapons. So even though it was shared and they may have only dropped one, you know, there's a glitch in the game where you could copy that gun to your um, to your teammates. You know if it was a really good one.
0: <laughs> yeah, so even even the sharing was broken. So Right. So yes. now it's you
2: know, we only played <laughs> so we only played the mode where it drops one for everyone. Uh, I forget what it's called. Cause it's just defaulted to that for me. And, uh, and it works well for us. I mean, we know us, we know ourselves, like we're jerks. Like we're not going to like a good gun drops. we like, no, it's mine, <laughs> but you got the last one. Right. I don't care. <laughs> it turns out I got this one too. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you should have been there.
0: Is there anything else you wanted to say about Borderlands 3? Unless Mike has another question.
1: No, actually, that was one of the big things was I was looking into the patches because they were talking about some more of the stuff that they're going to be fixing. Uh, Right. You know, and and it's going to be I I think that they're in the right direction on this game. I mean, you know, it is 2K, but, you know, they are they are going in the right direction as far as this one's concerned. So maybe that's why WWE is broken because they've spent so much money on this make it yeah. look so pretty <laughs> <laughs> right but they're just the
2: publisher yeah i know, right,
1: right. I know. You, but you.
2: but Your uh it's always been solid you know and i, and I find they're taking care oh, yeah. of the game uh, yeah so uh,
1: but they are perfect. they are definitely making some good moves as far as what the fans wanted and what they've requested and uh they're addressing stuff that they haven't even fixed yet that they're currently working on so i think that they're uh yeah they're doing a good job right you're always going to make people uh
2: upset about something so like they're fixing the game so you have builds in the game and guns in the game that are just broken by broken and they're just far too powerful they destroy everything and so they nerf those weapons and then everyone's out there complaining that they're nerfing the weapons and i'm like you're gonna be bored next week because it's not fun just repeatedly killing everything over and over again with an (laughs) overpowered gun or overpowered build you know you're just gonna bore out far too quickly right yeah. Um, and like you said, most people don't have the control to not use that weapon. 90% of right. us are going to be out yeah. there going, no, I'd rather
0: just destroy it in, in 10 seconds. Right. Which is when you put down the game. Right. And, it's <laughs> and, you, like, well, yeah. and you wonder why you stopped playing. Yeah. yeah, And now I'm
2: done and, um, and I'm not picking it back up. Like I had a, one of my buddies, he's not as into the game uh, and he was like, Yeah, I'm done with it. Like I, I'll play it again when the DLC comes out. Lucy just got, you know, that board that quickly with uh, some of the OP stuff. Uh, the rest of us played a bit more often. And now again, now that they're fixing this stuff and they have an event, we're going to uh, probably get a little late now, but we'll probably jump in tomorrow and give it a good go. Well, I mean, I'm definitely going to dabble tonight.
0: <laughs> cool. Oh, right on. Um, do you mind staying on and discussing Blizzard's whole controversies with us? Yeah, we can
2: jump in there. I mean, I have much to add to the combo, but uh, I'll th-
0: definitely talk okay so we had previously talked about the blizzard thing i already said this in the intro we talked about it at geek street but that audio was kind of unusable so we're just going to talk about it again with a little bit more in-depth analysis and more updates on what's happened in the last two weeks basically yeah so um gosh well where to start if you're unfamiliar um, oh boy
1: <laughs> it's just a nightmare Start with so, the ban of the Hearthstone player. That's where it all really started.
0: Okay. So, okay. So, there was a Hearthstone player and he was playing um, in a tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And after he had won, there was a post uh, show where they were talking to him about the game and he just randomly said, Liberate Hong Kong in a post game show. And at that very moment, the casters ducked. <laughs> because they didn't want to be on screen when that happened mm-hmm. um some people are saying that the newscasters were encouraging him to say that others were saying that they were unaware uh, regardless the those casters of that game were suspended for a year and then shortly after they were just fired yeah <laughs> um If you don't understand why this was controversial, the thing that happened was there are protests right now going on in Hong Kong, um, which is a really long story. You can go see what the protests are about. But it all has to do with um, Hong Kong's relationship with China, and they're they're, they're in an agreement with China to be part of China, but also separate, and this has been going on since about ninety seven. And they're trying to push back so that China doesn't completely take control of Hong Kong before basically 2048, when this, when this like, contract is over. Yeah. Um, so basically, the short story is a murder happened in Taiwan <laughs> by a Hong Kong native. And when yep. he flew back to Hong Kong, um, there was really no way to charge him for the crime because it happened in Taiwan. And he was now in China. So Chinese laws wanted to change. And basically the bill that they brought up is going to make life worse for all of Hong Kong. Yep. And the issue is not the fact that the bill was brought up, but the fact that basically any bill that is brought up is immediately passed. Like everyone is saying, if it even gets to a vote, it will be voted on like there's no question about it. So it's unlike our system where we bring up something in uh, the law and then we can vote it down. Basically, the way the house is controlled over there, being by pro-communistic um, China, is just controls basically all the votes, and that's why it just keeps getting worse and worse for Hong Kong side yeah. because business is driving the votes and business wants a really good relationship with China. So that's the short story. I probably really botched that. (laughs) Well, there's a couple of
1: things, (laughs) updates that were to that. And uh, now the guy's name uh, was Blitz Chung. That's his um, gaming, uh, his gaming handle. His name is Y Chung. Um, But yeah, he was uh, a Hearthstone world uh, player. He was, Basically, they reduced his suspension from a year to six months, and they returned his $10,000 in winnings. So that was kind of fair that they did that. But then they did some backpedaling, and uh the president of Blizzard, uh Jay Allen Brack, he said that China was not a factor in the decision that they made, <laughs> and their relationship with China had no influence in their decision. Now, it was basically... It, which everybody is calling bullshit on that. Now he even came out, uh blitz came out afterwards and he said that he knew he may have to have a penalty or consequences for his act. Cause what he had actually shouted out was, uh, uh, liberate Hong Kong, uh, something about the people or some shit. And it was, I don't know. It was something crazy, but, uh, yeah, so basically Blizzard's already backpedaling on it and everything else. He said, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our times. Now, the two Taiwanese right. uh, video game coasts they actually only suspended them for six months. They came out and said that they also were too harshly dealt with, which, you know, it's fair also. I mean, they had no idea this guy was going to say this stuff. But uh, So they
0: were suspended for a year, fired, and then rehired for six months they, suspension? They were,
1: they were fired. Um, The hosts were fired on the spot. They didn't get (laughs) a suspension. They were fired on the spot. But then Blizzard came back a few days later and said they would just suspend suspend them for six months. Now, uh, Blitzchung, he was going to be suspended for a year, but he only got suspended for six months and he got his money back. So basically no big deal for him. Um, But of course, everybody is boycotting, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are boycotting their community. Um, Some of their uh, employees staged a walkout like a week later. Uh, They were papering over all the Overwatch slogans in the office. And yeah, so there's been some definite backlash because of it.
0: Right. And basically, it comes down to, um, the real question is, why? would they have this type of response? And um, of the many reasons of why they could respond this way, uh, Blizzard has multiple locations in China where they produce different types of games. So does Activision. Um, some people are saying it's because Tencent has a 5% claim on their company. Yep. But that's a very small percentage. A lot of people say that's not really a good excuse because... Uh, you're pissing off the 95% that is claimed by mostly American exactly. <laughs> companies. Um, some other people are saying it's because they worked with NetEase, which is a Chinese company to develop Diablo Immortal, which is a mobile game. Um, d- once again, it's like that doesn't matter as much as respecting the actual people that pay the bills for Blizzard in North America. Um some people are also thinking they're trying to play nice because Activision's trying to launch the Call of Duty mobile app, which has to be approved by China before it launches over there. So they're probably trying to stay nice before that gets moved to China, because didn't Call of Duty mobile like set records for the most downloads ever? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like by any game?
1: They, they, expect, um, they expect the Call of Duty mobile to generate $1.1 billion in revenue in the final 3 months of 2019. That's 40% of its of its revenue in the key in their key Christmas quarter. So that that's what they're looking at is it's huge, dude. The mobile game is huge. They can't right. they really
2: can't stand on the platform and say that it's not about um, you know bidding to the Chinese wheel. It's not about the business blah 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 because mm-hmm. it's absolutely about that. Like the, even the 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 rule that they quoted that said he violated it right. was just kind of like, a, if I recall correctly, it was just a generically that was just like anything that will, you can't say anything that'll tarnish the, the company's image or something like
1: that. Yeah. And political speech is banned by most of the gaming, uh, uh, tournaments anyway, switch does it, does time it fine with. Does it specify political speech like in the, in the, in the, in the
2: rule that they quoted
1: or was in it just, the, uh, I don't know about their, uh, the particular rule on blizzard, but I do know that uh, the, um, but there is there is exact verbiage that states that they cannot make any political uh comments or anything like that because, like you said, it could tarnish the company or it could tarnish the event. Right. And they want to they kind of want to leave that out of it. It's right. which I can understand. People are watching the game, they don't really give a crap what your right. political beliefs are. They they want to see the match.
2: Right. And overall, like I said, I agree with you on that. Like I don't want to see anything I'm talking about. Yeah. Our local politics, I don't want to hear about their local politics, you can use your own platform for that. Go on your Twitch stream and you can say whatever you want to say. So overall, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm definitely for that uh, for the most part. But it's right. I don't really find that he spent a long time on it, right? I mean, wasn't it just a, he kind of tossed it out there?
0: Yeah, it was just a quick statement. Yeah. Um... Yeah. It's their reaction that made it go viral. Yeah, correct. <laughs> if they wouldn't have even responded to it and they just ducked down and then they had a good laugh about it. And then they, even if they like cut the program right there and just stopped running live and just interrupted the post game show, that would have probably been fine. It'd just been like, oh, they're just trying to make sure he doesn't say anything else harmful. Yeah. But because they took his prize money and then did all the suspensions to the <laughs> newscasters. Uh, that's what made it blow out of proportion because it seemed like they were retaliating rather than just doing damage control.
2: And they're absolutely, I don't want to call it retaliating. What I'm going to call it is appeasing the Chinese because that's how, you know, a lot of these guys deal with that over there. Like if you go against the party, if you go against these things, Mm -hmm. you know, there's all these conspiracy conspiracy theories where like they make you disappear and and there's probably some truth to some of those things, to be (laughs) honest, you know. (laughs) But but I mean, like they don't take dissent lightly if you speak against exactly. the party and things like that. So when when you talk about, like you said, a multi-million, probably multi-billion dollar industry, not probably, it's definitely a multi-billion dollar industry that they're going to be losing a huge chunk of change on, they are definitively appeasing the Chinese. I mean, See, right. but here's, so,
1: here's one of the reasons why I think that's absolutely correct. Because like you just said a little bit ago, uh, Josiah, Tencent, they hold 4.9% stake in Activision. Okay. So Which is not worth anything. No, it's really table. not worth anything, but <laughs> but the big the big thing that people are saying, the reason why uh Blizzard is you know, bowing down to the Chinese government on this is because of the mobile version of Call of Duty. Because China is the is the second largest economy in the world, they need their approval to launch that mobile version over there, right? And, and that's the
0: restriction of Activision, exactly. Being their
1: owner, but here's something interesting. Okay, look at Epic Games. All right, uh, Tim Sweeney is the CEO of Epic Games, but he's also the controlling shareholder of Epic Games, and he wrote in a tweet that none of this will ever happen on his watch as the founder, CEO, and controlling <laughs> shareholder. Tencent owns a 40% stake in Epic. Right, which is
0: a lot more dangerous than 5%. Exactly. So for him Lizard. to say something like that,
1: <laughs> if he actually sticks by it, would be a very interesting story to follow. I, But it's some bold shit to be saying when now, a Chinese I, company owns 40% of your company.
0: I'm glad that Fiery <laughs> is actually on this standpoint because... I didn't think I was going to get any type of opposition because I, I really see it as more of a business and that they had a rule and he broke a rule and they just responded to it. I agree I do with that think part. I think that they did it wrong, but I, I think things like Tim Sweeney from Epic saying that his, anyone that, that he will support the right of freedom of speech for all yep. their players yep. is really hypocritical because I was saying um, at geek street uh, two weeks ago that, if someone came up and started saying things like a Nazi and started saying that they hated a race of people, of course they would censor that. Oh, yeah. Freedom of speech is not freedom of speech. It's freedom of speech if everyone agrees with it. Exactly. You get what I'm saying?
2: No, freedom of speech
0: unless you say something that pisses me off. Reverse. See, the thing is everyone knows that Hong Kong is being wronged. Everyone knows that we should support them, but that's the only reason that they're hating on Blizzard for what they did. You get what I'm saying? If he said a political statement in the post-game show that North America agrees is offensive, then they would have wanted Blizzard to react this way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they're I not agree. upset about the fact that they're responding to politics. They're upset of the fact that they don't agree with responding to certain politics.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's 100% accurate. Living down here in the, in, in the, in the South, you know, we're heavily Christian area. And they will go on Facebook, for example. I know this is like just a tangent to the conversation, but, and they'll bash uh, uh, other religions all day long. But the second, you know, if you say something funny or or kind of bash Christianity, they're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Exactly. And and that's kind of like a... (laughs) Don't you know? Don't you know Jesus is looking at your (laughs) Facebook? Right. So it's like... <laughs> it's like you know you guys should keep the same standard like you've got if you're gonna bash religion, Jesus like is my
1: facebook friend <laughs>
2: yeah. you know you've kind of gotta let it all go so um but i yeah if, um, we, if we kept with the rule like you said of just keeping everything the same in a single standard like just no politics period that's fine i i'm not like you said i'm not necessarily disagreeing with the punishment Overall, I, let me rephrase that. I don't disagree with having a punishment, but I think it was overly severe to appease the Chinese. Like he did break the rule, he needed to be punished. Yes. They should have just
0: yes. probably let him keep the prize money because he did something to deserve that. He didn't just to keep ban it, yeah. him from competing for like six months or something. Yeah. They should do so. It should have been. It should have been a ban in the future, not something punished for something that's already been done. Like maybe even
1: say you have to miss these next two events. You cannot play in these next two events for Blizzard. Yeah, because then
0: that's just you're breaking policy. Yeah, and you knew the rules when you came in, and you still did it. Yeah, don't like we understand you were trying to make a statement, but we're still a business at the end of the day. (laughs) You know, it
1: really made Blizzard look as bad as the uh, the you know the totalitarian. Kind of chinese government thing, they're not you know? helping
0: themselves either no, their pr it, department is it made them look
1: just as bad you know that was the sad thing and one of the other things that hurt blizzard was their chinese twitter account i mean that was destroying blizzard's name because they had no control over what that account was saying and that account was basically saying pro china shit
2: so was, right that was making <laughs> well, not, blizzard
1: look even worse you know how that's gonna go that,
2: that. Well, but I mean, they could have saved, (laughs) they could have, they could have done enough to save faces with both sides where you say uh, to take what you said, okay, you're banned from the next two events and then you can go on to say, and you have to apologize for what you said, not to the degree of maybe um, withdrawing the statement, but basically apologizing for bringing up a political event in the form that he did. Yeah. Correct. And just yes. apologize. Right. And then you could even say, and I'm sorry for if it offended, um, you know, anybody who doesn't want to hear about politics, you know, something along those lines.
1: Yeah, he could have easily just come out and said, like, exactly what you said, Judge sir. You know, um, you know, I'm sorry right. for where I said it, but I do believe in this. I'm just sorry about where I presented it. Makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Blizzard should accept that too. I mean, that, that, you're absolutely right. But they, they did. They came out way too harsh and they should have just been half of what they did, like they ended up doing anyway. You know, yeah, you earned the money because you kicked ass on Hearthstone. So here's your cash and you weren't playing a chess game at the same time. So we wanna, we (laughs) wanna fucking, you know, (laughs) we wanna give you your money, (laughs) but you're banned from the next two events. So you're not gonna make those $10,000 per event.
0: You know? A lot of people are saying it's about the money from China, and um, the thing is, when you look at last year's revenue, China only represented twelve percent of Blizzard's income. Yeah, but they 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 expected the
1: mobile game to go huge in China because of right.
0: But if you compare it to what Blizzard is in just the Americas, Blizzard had seventy five percent of its income in the Americas. Yeah. Last year. So the thing is, to protect the 12%, they pissed off the 75%. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're right. It did backfire on them big time. It's like, cool. China is a big market, but at the end of the day, they still have 75% of their revenue pissed off. You know, people are trying to uninstall and all that. They could have
1: saved face and punished this kid without making themselves look like, you know, a pro China government.
0: I'm going to. I'm going to
1: pick on
2: us Americans for a second and then tell you why Blizzard's Ooh. probably doing what they're doing.
0: Okay. <laughs> Let me just put a note so I can edit yeah, this out. Yeah, possibly right. check this out. And it's, 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 it's
2: not terrible, but it's playing in, into what we're, we're so bad about doing here in America. So, you know, you're going to see this all over Reddit, potentially to a degree on Facebook and within the other gaming forums. And it's going to be a really hot topic for about a month. <laughs> and then we're going to find something cuz you know what's going to happen we're going to find something else to get on and bitch about and we're going to find somebody else to go pick on because you know people do dumb stuff all the time right. especially companies um, and we're going to go jump on you know that bandwagon and they're going to forget all about this blizzard stuff right. you know it's going to happen as soon as something there, else there's some light,
0: conspiracy people thinking that it's a uh, misdirection for other political stuff that's going on right now
2: Uh, You you never know. There's always those those conspiracy theories.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing is, I think this would have already blown over, but because BlizzCon is about to happen, it's just going to lengthen how long it's a subject. I think it would have probably faded by next week. But because BlizzCon's right around the corner, Mm -hmm. that whole event is going to be covered with people with signs I I heard people saying things like maybe they're going to cut out Q&A and stuff like there's going to be no way you can show the audience without people with a ton of signs you know <laughs> Like it's just going to be a shit fest it's going to be terrible because it's just you can't I, like I understand the people that are attending Blizzcon paid their money way before and they made oh yeah not even care about politics <laughs> But the thing is, there's go- They're going to be going into that event, mm-hmm. probably minding their own business. But then they're going to have to push through at thousands of people in front of the yeah. place with picket signs, and they're going to like totally destroy their experience at this thing that they've been planning to go for for a year. And the way know? it
1: goes today with these people that are, you know, um, you know, protesting, and I'm not against protesting. I, I believe that everybody has a cause, you know, yada yada yada. But keep it fucking peaceful, man. You know, the first time I see that there's a violent report, you know what I'm saying? A, a fucking nerd on nerd crime
0: at BlizzCon. feels really violent the way you're telling people to keep it peaceful.
1: Well, you know, keep it peaceful or I'll kick your ass. I mean, that's just how it is, you know? But uh, no, it's just, that's, that's all you see nowadays. And you see these idiots with these yeah. masks on, you know, trying to be the anti-whatever, you know. Dude, fucking... You know, all that shit went out. Anarchy went out in the 80s. It's it's done. It's over with. Just do it peacefully. Say what you got to say and let these other people enjoy their day. But that's just not going to happen. I mean, we know how it goes.
0: Right. Um I think the, th- the thing we have to take from all this <laughs> is at the end of the day, Blizzard is just a company. Yeah. Um They make great games, but companies want money. That's the end, bottom line at the end of the day. Um, We don't like to be political. Sometimes it's forced upon us, but um, fans of games feel like the parent companies can't be monetarily supported if what they're doing behind the scenes is like um, corrupt or something. But it's like at the end of the day, China is just suppressed their news is controlled. Yeah. Um. You you were mentioning the whole thing about people disappearing and stuff. This is actually a real thing. Oh yeah. Because because news is controlled and freedom of speech is controlled. It's supposed to be free within Hong Kong, but since China is kind of in this weird osmosis with Hong Kong, where it's like, where's even the line and where's the <laughs> line of law? Um. There were reports of people that just own bookstores that have books that don't represent what China as a country represents. Those bookstore owners have just been disappearing because they are selling books that they don't agree with. One of the things that people were this—it's it's a list of about like twenty people. You can go look up. Oh a yeah, I mean, one of the things that they were a saying longer. is that
1: <laughs> about <it> <laughs> One of the it things they were crazy. saying on the Blizzard forums after all this happened was that some of these detainees were having organs harvested. Yes, I. Saw. They're talking about human rights crimes happening, human rights violations. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure if all that's happening. I mean, I haven't seen it on the news that that is what's happening. But then again, like you said, everything that comes out of China is controlled. If you awesome. get anything right. out of China, you know they removed Winnie
0: the Pooh from the
1: internet in yeah. China. <laughs> Yeah because what's his name compared Winnie the Pooh to the Chinese president.
2: Yeah. Well they ha- I mean they have evidence of certain crimes that they committed and, and oh, yeah. are currently committing like so for example um you know uh, a lot of uh, Muslims are in the camp over there like they're they're in prisons. Yeah. Like there's huge like right. over there where they just like and you know if somebody is put to death and you want to harvest organs That's one thing. You know, if they committed a serious crime, death sentence, that's one thing. But you're over there like just, oh, man, we need like 75 lungs and a few hearts. Eh, Look, we have these prison camps over here. Let's whack off a few people who didn't
1: agree with us so we can get some organs. Exactly. It's a bit of a different story. I I agree. Right. And if that's the case, if that's what's actually happening, that's absolutely horrible. You know?
2: And then, like I said, there's there's quite a bit of evidence to suggest that those things are 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 happening. Oh, I agree. And it's uh, to kind of go back to what Josiah was saying. If it was something that we agreed with, that would be one thing. So let's go back to make a comparison. When you go back and you uh, do, you remember when the Duck Dynasty series got canceled? Right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that was a whole big monetary play. A lot of people were upset about it, but at the end of the day, a lot of people don't like it when you know, people say anti-anything. So you know, I think his was anti-gay remarks or something like that. Yeah. You know, So people just don't like hating on other people. So a lot of people were in support mm-hmm. of that so simply because you shouldn't be hating on other people. Um, yes, yeah, so I know some people were supporting him because you know this and that and the other just because he's a popular character. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, right. you know, they cut ties with them simply because their business model could be hurt, which is not that much different than what Activision is doing now. However, it's something that we agree with
1: this time.
0: Oh, yeah. Excuse me, disagree. Right.
2: Sorry, d- d- that we, we disagree, disagree with,
0: with, with yeah. yeah. that
2: backwards.
1: I so, mean, we agree with part of it that, yeah, the, you know, they have rules and they have regulations for a reason. Right. We agree right. with that. And if they have a rule for a major league gamer and it says you can't do this, then you just can't do it. <laughs> but at the it's, same time, yeah. <laughs> you know, punishment has to fit the crime. It, it can't be as extreme.
0: It's like did. a that's duck they- dynasty was really big in China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, well, 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 we can we can just tell them not to say that again. No, yeah, no, no hard
1: feelings. <laughs> yeah, let's let these long haired Christian folks come over and uh, shoot some ducks. Yeah, that's gonna go over good.
0: Yeah, and then Paula Dean's whole empire <laughs> imploded. Jesus. Um, she made a comeback though. Did she? Yeah, I yeah. I haven't noticed. Yeah. My favorite is My favorite is Martha Stewart's company.
2: Oh god,
1: love her, man. <laughs>
0: like, thought, hanging out the with new Dog and doing that's that roast. the best <laughs> collaboration ever. <laughs> <laughs> best collaboration ever. I think Paula Dean just reincarnated as the pioneer woman. Yeah. You, yeah you could be right. But I guess we can end this talk with some actually um speculative good news about Blizzard. This is kind of old news, but did y'all either of y'all see all those posts about the snow globe slash trophy that was added into ecopoint antarctica
1: i did not
0: okay so there was a snow globe that is suddenly on a table and if you look at it in the globe it says the word gray and no matter what angle you go at the word gray follows you. So some people think maybe it's a mistake and it's just a placeholder and it's supposed to be gray and not say gray. But some people think it may be referring to a name of someone named gray. Um, What is interesting about it though, which is probably the most interesting thing about it, is it has a Overwatch emblem at the bottom with a blue top rather than orange. So Mm. previously we had the Overwatch, is it yellow or orange? I feel like this is a Mandela effect. It's uh, a
1: yellow It's orange.
0: Yellow? Okay. So (laughs) the original Overwatch emblem has the yellow top. And the only other one with a different color is EcoPoint Antarctica, which is like a science facility that has a green top. And it's like a science branch of Overwatch that does research and stuff. And this thing has a blue top. So everyone's wondering what this blue top is, but it actually already exists in the game on a skin. It's on the Winston underwater skin. Oh, maybe there's it's a an aquatic blue top hero. of Overwatch. Yeah, and a lot of people are thinking maybe there's going to be an underwater facility map, maybe a character that lives underwater that has a relationship with May or something, or correspondence, or used to be at EcoPoint. So it's actually really cool to think about because it's just a little bitty hint, but just because of that little blue mark and the fact that it's on an aquatic Winston skin <laughs> makes yeah, you think that it, there could be like an underwater map, which would be really cool. But it makes sense that it might be something that
1: Winston was involved in or maybe a person that Winston was involved in because Winston's the only one with an underwater skin, correct? Um, I, 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 I guess. Be hard. <laughs> I I be guess. Hard. That's a big statement. Um <laughs> I because think
0: Somber has like a a diving skin, but I mean not like mm-hmm. deep sea diving. It's like yeah. snorkeling <laughs> shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> do you want have, have swimsuits?
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. That's um, interesting, man.
0: Yeah, there's the McCree deep sea diving skin. It's just the shorts. But um That's <laughs> more <We're laughs> like waiting. It's waiting. What, what is so yeah, that's a really cool little thing, but the other thing is um Oh, some people are speculating whether it has maybe a relationship with Divas' Team Mecha. Oh, yeah. Because there's the whole thing in the short about them going underwater, and basically it's like Pacific Rim, and they're fighting Kaiju and stuff. Um,
1: maybe it's a missing, <laughs> so this a, is a missing mech that's coming yeah, back. Yeah,
0: some people are wondering if maybe there was a partnership between Mecha and Overwatch that had this un- underwater research facility. And, um It actually made me think of something because we actually have no idea how D.Va is even related to Overwatch. Yeah. (laughs) She's one of the characters that's just like, okay, wait, she's not Talon and she's not Overwatch, but she's been there since the beginning and we know she's part of Mecca, but what the F is her relationship with Overwatch? Yeah. So it'd be cool if all that tied together. That's a really cool theory that I saw, but um, just a little thing. Next time you play a 3v3 match, that's the other thing is a lot of people say that when they put in those little details to hint at a future hero or a future map, it's usually on a map that's in quick play. This is on a 3v3 map that you would only see in like deathmatch or 3v3, <laughs> you know? So, you'd have, have to, check to see, that out see it tomorrow. Yeah, you'd have to see it in an arcade mode or you'd have to be designing a a game mode and just randomly see it and be like, how long has that been there? <laughs> oh, wow. But it's pretty cool. Um, I don't really have anything else for this episode. I know we hit Neither some big subjects,
2: yeah, but... We um, some some heavy topics right there. That is for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, um it's a good show this week. Uh, thank you, Fiery, for being on. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. It was good times.
0: Yeah, um, I know I called you on for that one thing, but I'm glad you stayed to talk about... Uh, Blizzard and their atrocities. Oh
1: yeah, definitely some but, um, cool insight on all that. I, I enjoy oh. I enjoy talking about anything.
0: I know I just wrapped everything up, but let me add this really quick. Um, <laughs> this not Overwatch <laughs> Blizzard can't get cut a break. Have y'all seen what happened with the whole Overwatch release on Nintendo, the Switch? Wait, no. so, so okay, go ahead. It was being it was being released on the switch and it was being hyped up and it was going to be the same day as the witcher. And then suddenly blizzard backed out of the release party in New York. And then Nintendo had to notify everyone that the release party had been canceled because blizzard didn't want to tell anyone. So Nintendo got pissed off at blizzard for them, not even announcing that it was canceled and that Nintendo had to tell people to not show up. And there were supposed to be, like, meet and greets with voices from the game and stuff, so a lot of fans had already bought plane tickets and stuff. And uh, it's pretty crazy that they randomly just did that, like, days before the event. And then on the day of the release of Overwatch on the Switch, Nintendo put out a tweet about The Witcher 3 releasing and said nothing about Overwatch. (laughs) just cold there's been zero promotions of overwatch that's insane i mean i figured they would have like promoted it just from their own selfish standpoint right and now if you go into the store on the nintendo switch eplay nintendo is offering full refunds for overwatch wow
1: (laughs) and they don't ever
0: do that they're offering full refunds on the game if you just don't like blizzard i guess So Nintendo had a very short, good relationship with Overwatch. (laughs) It was the entire time before its release. And, uh, I don't know. Blizzard just can't get cut a break, but I guess we could just end this episode on more Blizzard. (laughs) Just crap. Just can't seem to cut through the Blizzard. Right. (laughs) I'm, I'm really, I'm really skeptical about BlizzCon. I'm worried. Um, I really hope Jeff doesn't go to BlizzCon. I'm worried for his life. Um, not your Jeff. Jeff as in the uh, head of Overwatch. <laughs> right. I, I, I figured. I figured. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, it's, it's going to be a shit fest. I don't know where it even is, but um, it's going to be bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, thanks for being on the show again. I'm sorry I interrupted our closing oh you're good man really appreciate it it's been a while since we posted an episode but um, we're getting back on schedule so absolutely we'll catch y'all next week listeners and uh, thanks for tuning in peace peace out Cocaine and hookers. You know, cars and hookers and stuff, you know. Cocaine and hookers.